Welcome to the Turtle Pizza Party Podcast, a positively charged nostalgia trip, all things turtles and turtles related. Uh, I'm Jason Hillard with my co-host. Jamal, a.k.a. J. Jungle. What's going on? Which, by the way, is on Twitch and Facebook game, yeah, right? Uh, I am a video game streamer, a variety game streamer. Um, I stream on Twitch and Facebook. You can just look up Jungle House Gaming if you're interested. You'll find me there. That's perfect. All right. And today we are talking about our favorite turtles. Um, right off the bat, let me just say, I love all of them equally. Indifferent. <laughs> <laughs> I love all of them equally. And I, uh, in every iteration of it's the like turtles. It's like your kids, right? Yeah, like you, you yeah, just yeah, can't yeah. choose the one. The turtles are my kids, man. I can't. I'm Master Splinter here, even though I think he does favor one. Anyways, I'm a. I, yeah, no, I mean, this is such a hard question for me because I. I literally have a different answer depending on what iteration of the turtles you give me. Like if you said, who's your favorite in the 2012 cartoon? It's Mikey, hands down, you know? And if it's like, who's your favorite in the original? It's like, it's Leonardo. And that's just, I, again, because the relationships mean so much to me, uh, every time I'm asked that question, it's tough. And it really is. I love all the turtles equally. Um, So maybe not Venus de Milo, but I mean, obviously, I mean, <laughs> but okay. So, what's your you know favorite version? My and favorite, your favorite turtle. All right. So my favorite iteration, like I said in the last episode, is the IDW. The IDW. And if it has to be bang for buck, like who gave me the biggest emotional swing, and like who do I connect most with? It's Mikey. Mikey. You know, I am a youngest child. You know, gotcha. there's only two of us, but I'm a youngest child. And also just in my friends groups, um, I'm the glue, you know what I mean? Like I'm always the friend who is keeping the whole friend group together or like is the bridge between like when there's a conflict, like he's trying to use everything over. And that's Mikey, you know, he's, that's Mikey in a lot of the iterations of the turtles, but especially in the most, in the more emotional driven ones, like the IDW comic, which talks a lot about, uh, emotions and you know developments and stuff like that so it's gotcha. not it's not just like a who's the bad guy of the week and stuff like yeah. that um you know it is it's a fi- family dynamic and a friendship circle and you know whether you want to say that the turtles are actual brothers or if they're just a group or whatever but yeah mikey's my favorite in the idw and i think one of the, uh idw did like a throwback kind of story where um, Mikey had a solo issue and okay. it was around Christmas and, um, some thugs are robbing a, a truck that is hauling the most popular toy of the season and he stops them and he makes sure that Christmas happens for everyone. And like, I think what's, uh, important about that story is that they gave Mikey, cause that was again, like that was the, like they gave all the turtles a solo issue for, you know, for that season. But yeah, they gave Mikey the Christmas story. And I feel like they gave Mikey the Christmas story because Mikey is the emotion. He's always the youngest. He's always the heart. He's always the glue that keeps the turtles together. And I agree with that. It seems like because he is the youngest, they look out for him a little bit more. And he's also the most pure of heart because he's the most, you know naive i guess because he's he's the the, youngest he's he's always portrayed as yeah as the most naive and the um absent-minded and yeah um which also like benefits him because one of my favorite moments in the two uh the 2012 cartoon 
which we both said is our favorite cartoon yes. of the series. You know, um, they, and I, th- I think they touched on it in the 2003 cartoon as well, uh, is like, why does Mikey have nunchucks? Nunchucks are arguably the most complicated of the martial arts weapons if you're looking at the turtles. And the reasoning is kind of given that because Mikey is empty-minded or, mm-hmm. or you know, like, he just lets things happen. He goes with the flow. Nunchucks are about going with the flow. His cup is not full. His cup is not He's, he, You can pour into <laughs> his cup and he'll learn, man. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's a good so, thing. That's a good thing. So, you know, like, when the other turtles are given the opportunity of, like, trying the nunchuckas, he... They, they overthink it. Yeah. They're like, what if it hits me? Or what if, you know, like, what, is, what am I supposed to do with my other hand? You know, that's the reason why kids can like floss. They do the floss yeah. dance is because kids are, aren't paying attention to the rest of their body. <laughs> and they can just like, my body's supposed to do this. And they just do it. They don't stop and think like, what am I doing with my arm right now? You know, so that's where Mikey is. And he's, he's very emotional, emotionally driven. And he, he's um, the most, uh, I want to say invested in the family dynamic. He's yeah. the most that wants the family to work and he's the most that, you know, he wants he wants this, right? Yeah. And he is constantly looking for admiration and love. And uh I mean, some could argue that probably Raphael is and that's why he's so upset. But Raphael also I think his defining character characteristic has always been um his like anger and stubbornness. Yeah. But that also comes from a different part part where he wants to be leader or thinks he wants to be leader, you know? But that's the other thing with Mikey. Mikey has his own story and he's connected to all the turtles. Yes. Where I would argue that maybe some of the other turtles' personalities and relationships aren't so um, involved with each other. Yes. You know? Okay. So... Raphael, uh, his strongest relationship is with Leo. Yes. But that's also kind of like a strained relationship, right? Exactly. They challenge, yeah. But Raphael also thrives on that, you know? So, he needs the, the conflict. Which, again, if we want to go on the weapon choices, like, his are the size, which are arguably a defensive weapon. You know, sometimes they're portrayed with a, a pointed end, but they're not, you know? And size, number one... And again, I'm sorry, any ninjas out there who might call me out on my points and might say that I'm completely off on this topic. But um, arguably, size are a defensive weapon. They're meant, they're designed in that fork way to catch a blade or a sword, you know. So he is Leo's natural counterpart. He's a yin to his yang. He's a yin to a yang. And where Leo is more of a um, calm, sounder mind, you know, that's why he's the leader, yeah. unless you're looking at the Rise of the Ninja Turtles, which I don't know, you you had a little experience with. Yeah, I watched, I watched a couple episodes. I watched the whole thing. I loved it. I have to say, I think one of the funniest moments is in the final episode where Splinter goes, and the blue one's in charge. Because <laughs> throughout that whole series, uh, yeah. Raph's the leader. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for some of us old school turtle fans, we're just like, that's ridiculous. Why is Raph the leader? Raph's the leader because he's the oldest in the cartoon. Like, that's how they portray it. Like... Leo's a little like out of it, blah, 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 but he's entertaining and, you know, he does show leadership skills, but Raph is the oldest. So he's the default leader in that scenario. I would argue he's the leader because, uh, Rob Paulson, who voiced 
Raphael in the original series is the showrunner on oh. <laughs> Rise of the Ninja Turtles. So he decided so he that, slid that in yeah, there. he slid that in there. He decided, hey, the snapping turtle that is also the biggest and oldest turtle, he's going to be the leader. But I mean, also the turtles are always portrayed to be so close in age, like arguably twins ish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even in Rise, I think uh, Raph's the oldest. Leo and Donnie are portrayed as the same age, which, mm-hmm. you know, who knows how many months are apart or whatever. And then Mikey's the baby. Mikey's always the baby. Yeah, Mikey. That's his character. That's he his has character. to be the baby. So I was the baby. And then, like, yeah, so he's more emotional driven. Uh, he has these moments. And, like, I don't want to spoil too much. But, um, like, in the IDW series, um, some things happen. Mm-hmm. The foot falls. Um, Splinter, who was part of the foot at some point OG. Uh, becomes the head of the foot and mikey takes a moment and he just kind of is like i don't like this you know mm-hmm. he doesn't even like see the whole picture but all he knows is that they've spent their entire lives preparing and then fighting the foot and then and then his, his own pops is his pops the is the head of the foot, the of the foot. and then he's like I gotta take some time, guys. Like, I don't even know what this means. It worked. <laughs> but I gotta, I gotta step away. Like, what a culture shock. Yeah, right? or you know emotional I mean? shock. Emotion, Not even a culture that's what I'm shock. Like, he's the most, um, arguably emotional driven. Like, again, Raphael, obviously, lots of emotion. Most of them are anger. <laughs> you know, so uh, Mikey's the glue, and Mikey, you know, so yeah. In the most recent years, uh, Mikey's been my favorite. But again, like. In any iteration, I can point to somebody else. You know what I mean? Gotcha. You know, if you even like, I think between the three movies, the live action um, back in the day, you know, I would point at a different turtle. I'd be like, oh man, I really like this. I really like that, you know? And I had a angsty teen age mm-hmm. time, and Raph was my favorite at that point, yeah. you know, because he was the one I related with. He was, he was the anger. Yeah. He was the anger and he was the one that constantly was like, nobody understands me. That's the problem. And it's just like, we do understand you, but you have to also understand where we're coming from. You got to let go of the anger, man. And I know we've talked about this too. It's just like, if I could give advice to to the younger audience, it's just like, let go of your anger, man. Mm-hmm. Let go of it. You know, there are certainly reasons to be angry. There's certainly, exactly. you know, but every day, you know, <laughs> like Raphael's waking up angry you know he's like getting out of that bunk bed in that little room that they share and he's he's just the longer like, you hold it the more damage you do to yourself right and that's what splinter says in the 1990 film mm-hmm. he goes of all my sons you know like you know you i can't i can't get to this anger mm-hmm. you have to let it go yeah. you know and it brings Raphael to tears because he knows like yes yeah, he's right he's letting he's holding on to this anger for what you know, and in different iterations, it's it's represented in different ways where he's angry because he's not the leader. He's angry because uh, the society doesn't accept him. You know, can I tell you my favorite version? Yes. No, I'm sorry. We're getting to that. Yeah. The, uh, the TMT movie, the cartoon movie. Yes. When he's mad at Leo for leaving them and he, yes. he becomes the Night Watcher, I think it's called. Yes, because that was one of those moments where you're like, OK, I understand exactly why you that that movie is the unofficial fourth movie sequel it's a great movie and it's underrated it really is i see that actually in the reddit a lot people are like okay i know everyone's arguing about this or that can we all say that tmnt is actually really great you know um amazing soundtrack love the soundtrack you know black betty you know i was i was into that when he was fighting uh the jersey devil yes yeah um no it's 
that that really is a great movie and that also was one of those things where i th- it i connected with Raphael in that movie yep. you know Raphael was my favorite in that movie because Raphael had that anger where i agreed with him you know because yeah because not to get too personal but there has been moments in my life where people leave and then like try to come back and i'm in Raphael's shoes where i'm just like you left and you with open arms like nah, yeah you're work. you weren't supposed to leave and you left me exactly you know so that hurts you know and then I admit. all right but anyways back to you so who's your favorite turtle all right so my favorite turtle is donatello okay um my introduction to him was the movie as we you know as i said right before. so voiced by cory feldman exactly but the the relationship he had with mikey was important to me and that's back to what I was saying about relationships. Yo, hilarious. Raphael and Leo have a clear yeah. relationship, and that's based on a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Leo has a relationship with all of them, strongest with Raphael. Yeah. But he has a relationship with all the turtles because he's the leader. He's yep. the in facto leader. He he has to have those connections as any good manager needs. You need yeah, a connection right. with your employees, <laughs> right? And then, yeah, Donatello has a relationship with, with Mikey because they are, again— the yin to the, the yang, yang. Yep. you know, where Donatello is a mechanical, thoughtful, um, based in science mind. Mikey is like wizards. Yeah. And like, I don't know how it works, but it does. <laughs> it's true. Oh, but yeah, I thought they were hilarious. I still laugh at their jokes today. Or like, yeah, uh, were they, you know, what's the pizza line when he's like, uh, wise men said, oh, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> waiting for a pizza and the pizza man's late. Hey, down here, pizza man. He's like, what, no tip? It's just like, uh, wise men say, you know. Never pay for late pizza. Never pay full price for a late pizza. Uh, so Donatello, so you, again, because your first iteration was the 90s movie. And, and you know, the way, because um, I'm, I'm really into the, him being scientific and by the numbers kind of guy. Um, also mixing the comedy in. Because right. he become, I know in the comics he's not as funny. He's not, and actually in the IGW he's very far from funny. Yeah, and I know he has beef with Leo a lot because they have different views. Yes, because Leo, Leo is always the most faithful to Splinter, and especially in the IGW comics, Leo, uh, Splinter is very spiritual. Yeah, because again, they're all, um, I don't want to say victims, but that's the first word that comes to my mind. They're all um, reincarnated. Yeah, right. So, but Splinter's the only one that has retained his memories, right? They were all children. Yep, they were all children when they were, they died, and then Splinter's like last words before uh, he was killed by Orokusaki was, um, "I will be back." Yep. You know, because Orokusaki just made him witness all four of his children be killed in front of him before he was assassinated. Yeah. So, like, he was absolutely like, "I will be back. Um, this is not over." And uh, I will get my revenge. Yep. And Orokusaki like uh, did took a different path, and like he just stayed alive forever, mm-hmm. you know. And again, like that's for you to read the comics, and yeah. maybe we'll spoil that another episode. But uh, yeah, so he. But then when they're reincarnated, Splinter has remained retained all of his memories, and like so, he full heartedly believes in all the spirituality because he knows he's it's been reincarnated yep. right he feels it you know it's just it's facts and then in donnie's mind that's why they were looking for the other turtle but yeah in donnie's mind he's like i'm science-based yeah none of this makes sense you know show me the numbers show me the numbers man and splinter didn't have it splinter just has to go by faith and going by faith means not 
uh, believing what you believe without evidence. They got the box. <laughs> which, that's what that is. Which is tough, you know, but that's what faith is, you know. Yep. If, if you had proof, that's not faith. Yep. You know what I mean? You know, because, which is, we can get into religion another time. Uh, yeah, so there's a moment in the IDW comics where uh, Fugitoid is a Professor Honeycutt, I believe. Uh, alien, mm-hmm. fug- fugitive, uh, transfers his consciousness into a robot. Yep. And he's on the run from the Triceraton. Triceraton OD. Triceraton OG. Uh, for anyone that's like, I don't want my turtles to have anything to do with aliens. I'm sorry. Uh, they fought the Triceratons like in the first five inches. So like, y- you need to look at your history. because are huge. Alien, yeah. And Triceratons are great. And scary. So yeah. So Fugitoid, uh, they're working on teleport transportation, like uh, technology, right? Yeah. And Donnie's like, I don't understand. You know, mm-hmm. like what happens when you're teleported and this and that. And then that's when Fugitoid, like as like an alien uh, genius, like an I- Albert Einstein of alien technology is like, yeah, like when you teleport, like your spirit is transferred, like you go. And then that was the moment where like Donatello is like, wait, so reincarnation's real? And he's <laughs> just like. Yeah, I just, gave the you, connection. I just gave you the scientific ev- evidence yeah. that reincarnation is real because that's what happens when you teleport. And if it took you that much to understand this, like, and then Donnie had like a revelation and then Donnie had like an apology moment with Splinter. I mean, yeah, Splinter, where he's like, I get it. Yeah. And Splinter's like, yeah, no, I don't care. You know, like, no, because he's like, you're my son. I still loved you anyway. Yeah, you're my son. Like, you don't have to believe <laughs> yeah. what I believe. Like, I, you know, I've always loved you. And like, but now that we're a, a better page, like, yeah. that's the, like the Thor 2 thing, or Thor, I believe, actually brings up in the first Thor, when Thor brings up like the science and magic are the same where I'm from. Yeah. And okay, that, yeah. And, and that was the moment in that, that the, comic yep. where they were like, you guys call it science, we it's magic here. Like mm-hmm. it's the same thing where I'm from, you exactly. know, like you guys might look for a reason, but there's always a reason, but you may not see it, yeah. but it's there. it's there, you know? So Corey Feldman, uh, the voice of Donatello, he did not make it for the sequel. Were yeah. you bumped by that? Like, does that bother you as much as it bothers me? Nah, it didn't bother me. Okay. All right. it didn't bother me. Honestly, it doesn't bother me that much, but it just, it is a weird gap. He was funny in the second one too, in the sequel. He was, he you was, know, it's, yeah. It's, it maybe, just the voice was different, and that bothered me. I know in the, the original cartoon, he wasn't like as you know the commit the comedic relief, but the mixing him with Mikey in the movies made it it made him right. you know a very funny character. Which honestly might be a writing uh, solution. Like that just might be them being like, we need to pair these guys off. What so could a conversation. do for kids, right? Because who's gonna want right. to listen to the scientist? But yeah. if he's a funny scientist, yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah, gonna yeah. believe him more. Yeah, and I believed it. And ever since then, I always picked him in the video games, Turtles in Time. He also has Hopper the best Stone reach Heist. in a lot of games. Yes. So I get that. Does. You know, like in the I original TMT. In the original he TMT, he was in that. Yeah. You know, and I always like when I really loved Raphael again, when I was like my angry teen angst, I was justified playing him in the beat em ups because like his size don't have much range, but his size have just as much range as a puncher. And I was just playing Final Fight. So why would I play Raphael? Because like I can punch with him. Can I tell you a little quick uh, yeah, man, note absolutely. about that? So in the two beat-em-ups, Turtles in Time and in TMNT. Yeah. Also in Hyperstone Heights, if you ever played on Sega Genesis. Yeah. Um, Raph is actually the strongest and fastest character. Because so, he has those limitations. Yes. Yeah, so they, they boosted him. So when you watch speedruns, they always play as Raph. 
they don't get hit because he has the lowest health. Shout out to speed yeah, <laughs> but they just boom, 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 boom. They just run with Ralph all day because he's the strongest character. I use Donnie because he has the longest reach. Okay, so you said Donnie's your favorite, and your introduction was the 1990 movie. Yeah. So you you arguably, do you think that led you to Donnie as your favorite, or do you? Th- okay, so what I'm basically saying is like the 1990 movie base definitely is not your favorite media iteration of the turtles right no the 2012 okay so the 2012 in the 2012 yeah is donnie your favorite yo that's that's a good question i like all the turtles in the 2012 it's kind of weird i I like leo the least if you want me to rank him leo and he's like he's like a little whiny to me you know and i don't know he is i I I can't stand whiny i honestly want to say that he i 100 percent believe uh agree with you when you say that he was the whiny one yeah up until they went to the farmhouse. Yeah. Up until he got punched in the neck by Jason. Up until <laughs> that moment where he told all of them, as the leader, I'm going down in this fight. Everyone get to safety. And like he pushed everyone away and he was like, I'll do this. And also, like the 2012, what I thought they did great was it was another one of those situations where they're retelling the origins. Yeah. Right. And there's a lot of great moments where like they discover their love for pizza and this and yeah. that. But pizza kitty. Yeah, pizza. <laughs> no, ice cream kitty. Ice cream kitty. I'm ice sorry. cream kitty. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. It's another dairy product. Listen, they're both upset <laughs> my stomach. But um they um there's that beautiful moment where like they've come into their abilities as ninjas. Exactly. But Leo more than everyone. And also Leo found himself as a leader. Yes. And Leo I, I see what you said. Leo yeah. took his role as leader and said, You go. Mm-hmm. The only thing that matters to me is that you guys survive. And that meant so much to me. And when he throws them away and he's just like, I'm doing this. And he stood his ground, man. Yeah, he handles his business. He handles a business against guys that were showing all four of them the business earlier. He, as an individual, was taken down three, I don't remember the episode that well, but three or four guys all at the same time, that Kung Fu tiger yeah. and like fish face. Oh, yeah, and like fish face. He was going the to town. And Capoeira. Yeah, but they, but they ended up leaving him for dead, and that's. But he still crawled his way out of there after, after a decisive victory. Like I don't know. I mean, like I respect that. I respect know? what you're saying. And then he like, like they didn't come back for him. Like he came nah, to the he, farm. He, he went back. And then they were like, "Oh my god," because they they kind of left him for dead, and like everyone left him for dead, and he counted them out. And that I think Leo. I have a lot of respect for Leo's character. In so that. they switched him and Ralph from the movie. Ralph was the one that yes. handled the business yeah. in the movie. Yeah. And got thrown through the well, roof. Well, Ralph got jumped. There's a different story. That was gangster, though. That was gangster. He was like, oh, you know. You know? And then Ka- Casey had to come to his... Yeah. His, Casey uh, is also an underrated character. It's a great character. I love Casey. I think I think they might have did him a little... I don't want to say wrong, but they did him weird in the Michael Bay. Yeah. You know? In the in the live action, I think he they portrayed him great. I think in the first one and the third one, he shows up and he's great in the... Why was they, they need a second one? Because they replaced him with Kino. You know, man. They needed, like, that child's perspective because, again, like, the cartoon did well, so they were just, the like... Child's perspective is also, like, a 10 times martial arts champion. Oh, yeah, man. Like, that dude... <laughs> he's no he's, joke. He's no joke. You check know, out Surf he, Ninjas. Check out Surf Ninjas. Also, he was one of the turtles. I want to say he was Michelangelo in the first film. Like, he's, yeah, he, he's the he, guy he in the actor. suit. 
you know he's doing that martial arts and it's just one of those things where like when you're doing from a production standpoint when you're doing a sequel you want to thank the people that made the first a success exactly so i don't take, knock it yeah i don't knock it listen i don't knock any of the films like i really don't like even the michael bay films i have love for them i do and i'm of i'm of the perspective and again we talked about this off camera um when something is continuing the franchise, when it's bringing in new fans, when it's doing this yeah. and that, as long as they keep making more, I'm there. Yeah, you know, I will I support always, it. I, I saw both of them in the movie theaters. Right. Yeah. I'm always going to give you my money. I'm always going to beg you, please make more. You know, if this one's bad, the next one's going to be better. I I believe in you. You know. The second and, Michael Bay wasn't that bad. And this and the second Michael Bay was pretty good. You the know, first one was a little rough because we gave them our money for the first one. I think that's what it is. You know, like I'm saying, like. And if and if we just gave them a little more, I think for the second one, we could have got Triceratons in the third, <laughs> like you know. But that's a subject for another time. Okay, so again, always going to try to be conscious of our time. Mile, yo, it's episode two. Episode two. I think you know what time it is. What time is it? Pizza time. Okay, so right here I got goldfish baked snack crackers, pizza flavor. <laughs> I promise you guys, they're gonna get better than this. No, Loki, that's one of my son Cyrus's favorite snacks. Hey, Goldfish. Cyrus, Cyrus, Cyrus keeps going on. He's going to be the first guest of the podcast. Cyrus <laughs> is amazing. Cyrus and Kadad's, uh shout out to y'all. I love y'all. You have more kids than two, don't you? Yes, Cyrus, Kanai, and Zai. Okay, all right. No shout out for Zai. I did. I said Cyrus, Kanai, and Zai. <laughs> all right. It sounds like I, the way I talk sometimes is like one long sentence. All right, I apologize. Okay, all right, hold on. So we're just going to give you a handful. Going to throw them all over the place. Also, is uh, Kanai, Leo. Kanai is Leo's favorite. Leo is Kanai's favorite. You got to have another kid. No, that's too many. Wait, no, actually, you got to have two kids because now canonically there's five turtles. Turtles, yeah. Yeah, because Jenica is another turtle yes. in the IDW comics. Actually, her bandana is yellow, and yep. I got a yellow's my favorite color, so I'm into <laughs> it. Uh, we can get into that in another podcast. Anyways, so we got goldfish, baked snack crackers, pizza flavored, 100% real cheese. I don't see any cheese on this, but I believe them. Um, it's baked. It even says pizza in the top right corner. If you see the top left corner, I'm sorry, you can see that, right? Yeah, so that's that. definitely pizza. They they mean it, man. Uh, Pepperidge Farms. Anyways, uh, just another. Yes or no on this? Like, go, go ahead, ahead and try it. Like, I already know you like it because your kid likes it. So that's a, that's a. <laughs> but how much pizza is this really? Like, is this pizza? Uh, let's try it right, out. Hold on. On three. The aftertaste is pizza. Yeah, I think that's the problem. <laughs> no, it's not bad. I like it. It's All a. Right. It's kind of a healthy uh, snack compared to what. Everything sure, healthy. Let's look at the calorie count. Let's look at it. Forty <laughs> calories per one. Uh, One hundred and forty per, per bag per serving. How and many servings in the bag? There's fifty-five. Wait, serving size is 55 pieces? 35? How am I reading this? 55. There we go. There's about six servings. Actually, this isn't that bad. <laughs> Anyways, all right, guys. This has been the Turtle Pizza Party Podcast. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, see you guys next week. Peace.